0: Hey, I'm Jane Oakley, a Matilda alumni footballer, number 36, and you're listening to Radio Karen. Stay tuned.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Beb and you're listening to Entrepreneurs Generations Apart on Radio Currum, a show with a focus on interviewing business owners from different generations and industries driven from a simple question, what drives people to build businesses and thrive in doing work that they love? Today on episode 11, we interview Becky Jones, who is the founder of The Clean Life, a home cleaning company that provides a focus on high attention to detail cleaning service based in Frankston. Welcome, Becky. How are you? Uh,
0: good. Thank you, Bev. Thank you so much for having me on the show.
1: Brilliant. Thanks for coming on board. Uh, so, Becky, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what inspired you to become an entrepreneur?
0: Yeah, sure. So um, it was actually back in 2011, Um, I had a home birth with my third baby um and just found that I was a bit isolated in, in my journey and that, you know, not many people understood where I was coming from in my family and, and friend kind of group. Um and I was really looking for someone, oh uh, you know, a group of people where I could feel, you know, connected. Um so I created an online Facebook group. Um and, you know, we used to meet up in person and, you know, go to different parks and that kind of thing. Um, and sort of became a I guess, the facilitator of the group. Um, and, you know, people started asking me for different services. So I was I was able to link them with someone else within the group um, that was as doing these kind of services. So it was things like, you know, a naturopath or a home birth midwife or, you know, things that were kind of in that natural parenting community, I guess. Um, shortly after that, you know, Uh, people started asking me for different products. And I didn't really have anyone that I could link them to. I didn't really have anyone in that community um, that that I knew. Um, And so they were asking me for different products for like, you know, I need this book um, for weaning my baby or I need this, um, I need these wooden toys or I'd really like some organic fruit and vegetables and that kind of thing. So I thought, okay, you know what, I'll do it. Um, so, next thing you know, we're, we've got, you know, a garage full of, of wooden toys and we've got all these parenting products that we're sending all over Australia. And we've got, you know, <laughs> our, our kitchen was full of organic fruit and veggie, vegetables that we had got from farms in the local area. Um, so, yeah, basically, um, that's sort of how it all developed um, in the initial days. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Uh, so, Becky, can you, uh, how did you come up with the idea for the, the Clean Life
0: yeah, so that um, sort of developed from this community um, and obviously, you know, running this, I wouldn't really call it a business back then because it was more like it just helping the community. They were more like cooperatives um, and, you know, I wasn't really making too much out of it, but I just loved helping people um, and so very quickly after that, you know, because I was doing a lot. So I'm, I'm looking after three children. I'm, you know, helping the community in other ways as well. Um, you know, we've got, you know, the, the cooperatives going on and, you know, it, life was just really busy. Um, so anyway, I ended up, I guess, It happened to me like it happens to most people when you've got too much on your plate. Um, You find yourself either, you know, unwell or, you know, something's got to give somewhere. Um, So I basically um, woke up one morning and I I couldn't walk. Um, Fast forward about eight months um, and I finally had a diagnosis of a condition um, that I had called POTS. Um, So it stands for Postural Orthostatic Tachycardia Syndrome. Um, and I was in a position where then I guess I needed help. Um, so I was in bed um, for a long time. Um, and, you know, basically it means that you, you can't posturally stand up or sit up. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was bed bound for this period of time um, until I could find, you know, some good medication. Um, so my doctors looked after me with that kind of situation. But, you know, I felt very... Um, it was a really hard situation because I was stuck in bed a lot of the time. Uh, I felt really, really um, just de- debilitated um, and, you know, I was thinking how am I going to make these, these, I guess, community businesses work? Um, so, you know, it was a really, really hard stage because we had to learn about business and we had to you know, hire people and, you know, go through that whole process of of learning how to be a business. Um, And then, yeah, fast forward 18 months, um, I did get better. I was very lucky in that my uh, condition was caused by a viral component. Um, So once I got better, um, we actually ended up the business at the time, um, we realised that we weren't doing very well with it because like I said before, you know, we weren't business people, we were just, you know, community based and we're just doing things to help people um, and I kind of looked at my bank accounts after, you know, hiring staff and was like, oh my gosh, we're about, you know, 40 grand in debt so we really need to do something else and, um, you know, my partner basically said to me, well, why don't you try... You know, like going out into people's homes and show them how to use the cleaning products that we stock in our organic store and maybe, you know, you could, you know, sell more products that way. And I was kind of like, um, I don't really want to become a cleaner because, you know, who really subscribes to something like that, especially after – You know, having gone through everything else that I went through in my career previously, um, I used to be a hotel manager, so I felt like it was very much a step down for me. Um, I didn't think that you know cleaning would have the depth that I was after in you know some kind of career. Um, Yeah, so basically um, the clean life sort of (laughs) was established by my partner. um, And the very first time you know I went into a client's house, um, it was quite an eye opener, and it was something that. I didn't realise had a lot of depth and a lot of um, what I was looking for. Uh, um, He had suggested that as well because I had been, you know, predominantly working with women all these years and, you know, it was something that I really felt connected to and wanting to help people, especially after, you know, being bed bound for such a long period of time and not being able to, you know, clean my own house or do the things that I needed because I was physically incapable of doing that. So um, I guess the clean life, you know, developed from that understanding that, you know, women need help in their homes for, you know, so many different reasons. And mine was just one of them that, you know, was physically incapable of doing that. Um, But, you know, there's so, so many more reasons why, you know, people can't clean their homes. So, yeah, that's basically where the idea first um, established from.
1: Cool. Uh, So what are some uh, uh, home-based cleaning tips that you would uh, recommend
0: Um, so this is actually an interesting question because I, I don't love that, you know, um, women, are you know, like I feel like back in the day, you know, like that we used to be our role, you know, um, especially as women. So I don't love the, the idea of like giving tips and that kind of thing, because it's like, I feel like a lot of cleaning services, um, they They sell themselves as a luxury service and I really feel like actually it's a necessity for a lot of people and that's why on our Facebook page and that kind of thing we don't really give cleaning tips because we understand that a lot of people just want to delegate it or outsource it um, because it's something that, you know, we, we have this guilt around cleaning. And we have this like, you know, oh, we're, we're meant to be doing these things. You know, feminism has been such a great thing for us as women we're now working and studying, but we still have a lot of the, the onus or that responsibility or being the default of the cooking and the cleaning and the child raising. Um, so, you know, I, I think that what we should be doing is actually understanding that You know, a lot of the time asking for help is actually a necessity, not a luxury. Mm -hmm. Um, and also redefining our role as, as mums and, you know, as very busy women. Um, so I guess my, my number one tip, if we want to talk about cleaning tips is reducing clutter Mm -hmm. because when we think about, you know, our, our physical environment, that very, clearly links to the way that we feel mentally and emotionally about our ourselves um, so you know I don't want to put any extra expectations on women to do more because I actually think it's about doing less um, so yeah keeping what we love um, in our homes that as things that are going to be very valuable and you know decluttering um, because that's obviously going to reduce the amount that is on that woman's plate. Because, you know, if anything, I have learned from my experience in, you know, trying to do it all and be it all. And it's it just doesn't work. Um, so, yeah, reducing the clutter so that reduces that mind and, and heart clutter. Um, and, you know, just thinking about those things that just keep in your environment the things that you love and try and get rid of the rest. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Uh, so, what are some uh, struggles you face when uh, starting the business?
0: Um, I guess probably helping my new staff to understand um, the role of a cleaner um, and what that really means. So anyone can can perform the features of the business, which is cleaning, right, or Mm organisation. But not many people can really truly understand that, you know, like I said before, there's many reasons that people can't clean their home. They've either never been taught the skills to clean they you know are just busy in their lives and they can't do it for themselves um you know because they know that if they do that they're going to end up in a position where i was where they were in and out of hospital and it's just too much um or you know um so yeah like lots of different reasons mental health aged care physical health all of those things and you know sometimes it doesn't even matter what the reason is um, but trying to help our staff to understand that, um, and I guess that's why on every single interview that I ever do with a new staff member, I always tell them my story um, because I want them to have that insight into what it really means to have someone, you know, clean their home. Um, and that, you know, a lot of our clients, when they first come to us, they're very vulnerable and they're very, they're feeling really embarrassed and ashamed and they have guilt and all those sort of things. So I guess that, you know, the, the struggle is that, you know, getting that message across and portraying that in a way um, that really helps them to not only do their job as in the physical nature of the job, but also to be that person that understands and makes that client feel like, you know, it's their home, like they need to feel comfortable. So I guess that's, you know, um, one of the things. Another thing is like just also for me, um, learning how to be strong enough to push and hold my values, um, you know, across the team and with clients as well. Um, And I guess um, another thing is, you know, learning digital technology, I had to, you know, sort of develop a whole system um, based on if I can't be at each of these clients' homes, how can I still make sure that we have, you know, those values coming across and and being able to you know monitor that um consistency of the queens as well so yeah those were definitely some struggles um yeah cool. uh,
1: so what does a uh, typical work day look for you
0: um at the moment i'm mostly in management um so i get up around about you know seven thirty in the morning um i have you know a uh, Between me and my partner, we've got five children um, ourselves, but we have three um, still at home. The other two are adults. Um, So I usually wake up in the morning with my three-year-old, sorry, four-year-old. Um, I check in with the admins, um, so check in, make sure that you know everything is running okay, and if they need my help at all. Um, and then for the rest of the day is usually interviews with new staff, training with new staff, um, training with existing staff, um, meetings with you know the the admin team and the management team, um, and yeah, basically just making sure that everything runs correctly, um, and you know, overviewing you know all of the, the the details for the day as well. I'm involved in every single conversation with every single staff member Um, so we've got around about you know 40 to 45 staff members currently Um, so you can imagine that that takes out a bit of the day as well Um, so it's always checking and making sure that everyone's doing okay
1: wow busy very very busy by the sounds of things (laughs) Uh, uh, what do you uh, like most about your own business
0: um i love the culture um i love the staff and clients relationships um they some of the stories that the staff come back to us with um, because we have a a social group online um, where they can share their day or, you know, things that have happened during the day and that kind of thing. Um, I love that they're engaged with us um, enough that they want to share those stories or those photos. Um, So really, I think a lot of it is, you know, feeling engaged um, with the team, even though it's quite a big team now, um, that we all are still really tight and we're really close to one another. Um, I love also that, you know, a lot of the time, Uh, you know especially new staff when they you know call in sick or something like that um, they expect you know to be feeling guilty or you know for not you know doing the right thing or you know that kind of thing um, because a lot of times they've had that experience in previous um, industries I guess and I love when you know I had a girl the other day say to me you know I'm still getting used to the fact that it's okay to call in sick and I just love that I love that we can provide a, a emotionally and, you know, um, psychologically safe place for our staff to be um, and that they can feel like they can talk to us about anything. Um, so, yeah, I really love that about our business for sure. Oh,
1: that's really lovely. Uh, so, what advice would you give to those considering creating their own business? Mm,
0: that's a good question. Um, so, obviously, I Um, I am a business mentor as well Um, I started that uh, during COVID um, and I I predominantly work with US-based businesses but something I always say to them is you know I guess understand the seasons of business you know we're going to have ups and downs and we're going to have things that you know aren't going to sit well with us Um, but at the end of the day we we have to understand that they are like seasons, you know, um, things, you know, come and go. So it's just because we're stuck in a certain position right now doesn't mean we're going to be stuck in it forever. And it just means that, you know, we just have to find our passion and our why. I think that's a really, really strong point that, you know, we have to keep coming back to that because that sets us back on, you know, um, the right path again. Um, I think if, you know, just generally speaking, not just this industry, but if someone was going to start their own business, you know, find out what you love um, I think it's really, really important to be passionate about what you do, um, and you do that well, um, and do it your way. Because you know, there's no sense copying anyone else. Um, I think you know, cleaning is such a, a, a great, I guess, an oversaturated market because it's easy to get into, but you know, we have our own very, very clearly defined, you know, what the point of difference is and that is that, you know, we're very empathetic, uh, empathetic and we're very understanding and, you know, that is really where we're coming across, um, you know, it's that cleaning with compassion. So find your niche, find what you do well and do that. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing um, because that will make you stand out. Cool.
1: Um, Are there any books that have helped you over the years as a business owner or even in life?
0: Yeah, I've actually got a really simple book and it can be read like within a day. Um, I just found it really, really valuable. Um, it's actually called Show Your Work by Austin Cleon, um, And it's all about, you know, using photos to tell a story um, and give your work meaning. Um, so it's all about, you know, being open and generous and brave to share that um, and not just be, like I said before, you can't just focus on the features of a business. You have to focus on the heart or the why or the, you know, the real meaning behind what the business is or the values. Um, because when you do that, that will inspire others as well. Um, but it also helps your, you know, your potential clients to get to know you and your work. Um, so, yeah, I really found that book really, really valuable um, in being able to understand and, and have the courage to, to post about different things that, you know, um, will help people to really get to know you and your business. Cool.
1: Um, is there a person that you admire and why?
0: Um. There is a person that I admire. Um, so his name is Bo Chase. Um, and he was a mentor to me probably for the last ten years unofficially. Um, but he's been a really good friend in business and someone that I've always looked up to because he has huge integrity Um, he's always been really community focused and that kind of thing, but he also has the business know-how, um, behind as well. And he always makes me think of things in a different way, um, that I hadn't thought about before. Um, so yeah, I, I really love him. He's amazing.
1: Awesome. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to add there, uh, Becky? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, brilliant. Um, If our audience uh, would like to get in touch with you, how can they find out more about yourself and The the Clean Life?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, So we've got um, a Facebook page, obviously, um, The Clean Life, um, and also our website. So it's just www.thecleanlife.com.au.
1: Perfect. Uh, thank you, Becky, for being part of the show today. It's uh, been a pleasure talking to you. Um, I hope you enjoyed the, enjoyed this episode of Entrepreneurs Generations Apart. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to take part in future episodes, email Bev at CelebrateLivingHistory at gmail.com or connection at radiocurrum.org.
0: I'm Councillor Chris Hill, Deputy Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Caram. If you're a carrow
1: just call Mitchell Tall. Or, or in Patterson Lakes, just call Mitchell Tall. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tall. Buy a cellar house. Just call Mitchell tall, Mitchell tall, Taw Real estate
0: Oh yeah Little, Little real, estate. real estate We want more We <laughs> 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 did. did it We've done it One take